The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Woe then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time. Blessed is that servant whom his master on his arrival finds doing so. Amen, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is long delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with drunkards, the servant's master will come on an unexpected day at an unknown hour and will punish him severely and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's always nice when it ends with wailing and grinding of teeth. And then we say, the gospel of the Lord, and you're like, well, thanks be to God. But praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, well, of course, you do know, though, that uh, the gospel is like that, <clears throat> that it is comforting, it's encouraging, but it's also challenging. And sometimes uh, God has to speak to us in very bold ways so that we can uh, be open to his ways. But there are other times when we don't necessarily have the ability to let it all sink in because we might have something preventing that. And when Jesus is using this parable, he's saying that we have to be alert. We have to be sober. We have to be awake. Uh, we have to be ready. And these are qualities that uh, we maybe might remember that, that at certain times in our lives we're better than other times in our lives. Uh, to, to give you a bit of an example of this, uh, when I was younger, I was always alert and awake because uh, I had all this energy, and, and uh, it seemed like my brain just worked better, and uh, it, was, it was something that, that was, especially when I was looking for something fun to do, that, that I would be ready for it. Uh, but I noticed that the older I get, it's easier for me to just kind of get in a routine, to get in a, in a rut, and maybe not even think about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And sometimes I'll, I'll walk in to complete some task, and then when I get there, I forget why I'm there in the first place. It's like, what am I doing here? I don't know. Well, maybe if I just start doing something, it'll come to me. And sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't, and I give up until I walk back to where I started from, and then I remember again. So I don't know if I'm the only one who does that kind of thing. But, but this idea that Jesus says about being alert and being awake, I think it's important today almost more than ever because we have so many things that draw us away from that attentiveness. Uh, I was listening to this interview and there was this, uh, I call him a young man because he was in his 30s, but he was talking about 
how he thought he was losing his mind. He says, it's, I have this brain fog. I can't think. I can't concentrate. And I remember when I was in college, and I used to be able to remember all this stuff, and now I can't remember anything. And he started looking into the reason why that might be the case. And what he came to understand was this combination of constant stimulus all around us all the time was something that was taking away his attentiveness. And one of the, one of the ways that he overcame that is he, he went on a month-long retreat. And while he was on this month-long retreat, he had no cell phones, he had no TV, he had no radio, and he just spent that time reading and doing his work. And he found that at the end of that month that he was much more alert and he could remember like he could when he was younger. And the conclusion to this was that social media in particular can be something that leads us to distraction. And the way that we're connected to phones and internet is not always helpful for us, especially when it comes to us having the ability to concentrate. And so he's, he wrote this book that I think is going to be out uh, any time if it's not out already, uh, talking about the dangers of social media and this, this constantly connected internet culture, especially among the young. And the young in particular are finding it very difficult to concentrate, and they're missing out on so many things in their life because they're so glued to their phones and to social media that they're no longer even able to be social. And, and this has been a problem that they're trying to address, just starting to address when it should have been addressed years ago. Uh, but again, I think we have to be alert about those things. Like what is it in our lives that causes us not to be alert, in particular alert to the things of God? So. It used to be, I remember, uh, a very common thing that people would confess that, that uh, I am distracted in prayer. My, my advice would always be something similar to, well, yes, we can get distracted, but when you find yourself distracted, don't worry about being distracted because now you're worrying about being distracted and, oh, how can I be distracted? And now you're more distracted because you're worrying about being distracted. So instead, just refocus and say, okay, I was distracted, but now I'm going to put my attention on what I'm doing in my prayer. And so put it behind you and move forward. Um, in a similar way, I find that distractions come from all over the place, but we're so used to it, we just think it's normal now. Uh, so what I would suggest is look at your daily routines and look at the things that are taking you away, like taking, uh, taking you away from spending your prayer time with God, uh, taking you away from appreciating people who are in your presence in the moment, um, look at maybe some of the worries that you might have and, and ask the Lord to take those so that you don't have to keep carrying those around. Uh, what, what, what is the busyness that you might be doing? Uh, it could be something even as simple as, you know, obsessively cleaning or, or it might be something about checking something over and over again when, when you really don't need to. But, but think about some of those patterns and routines because when Jesus says that he wants us to be alert, to, to be awake, to be sober. Uh, that means more than just be alive. It means be alive in him and be always seeking his ways, his grace, his word, and, and his presence. Uh, because the more we're connected in Christ and the more that we're not allowing some of these very common distractions to take over, uh, the more we will be ready when he comes into our lives. We'll see his presence and we can respond so much more fully. And that just might be a, a simple thing we can do today, is just, just evaluate 
the, the state of your life and the distractions that you have and look for the little ways that you might be able to get rid of some of those so you can be more alert and attentive to the ways of God and to the Word of God.